This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five coaches hot seat as we go into week 12. The, you know, the seal's been broken. Jimbo Fisher and Andy Avalos and Zach Arnett and, uh, you know, coordinators now too. you know, Alex Grinch that broke the coordinator seal, but Mike Gurisich. So uh, it is going around. So here are the coaches to watch for, I would say, after this weekend's games. Number five, Sam Pittman at Arkansas. And we were talking about SMU and Rhett Lashley earlier. I think he's a guy that S- that Arkansas would try to make a play for, although I'm not entirely sure that with the amount of money that SMU can throw around and them on their way to the SEC that he would completely entertain it, but he is a he is from Arkansas. But I think Sam Pittman, there's been a lot of questions about his job. Um, you know, uh, I know that uh, Arkansas fans are further removed from their Texas rivalry, but uh, Texas and Oklahoma coming in, you know, there's splashes going on in the SEC, and Arkansas just seems unable to make one. So I would watch for Sam Pittman after this week. Yeah, they're just kind of uh, treading water right now. It's not going as well as you thought with K.J. Jefferson back and just, uh, you know, all that. They know you you lost Kendall Bryles. I think that that's had an yeah. impact offensively at least, and um, that's that's hurt you as well. But, yeah, it just seems like that's not really going anywhere positively at the moment or, or on an uptick of any sort. And you're – what are they even, like the – 13th team in the SEC yeah. right now. I mean, I'm trying to think off the top of my head without knowing exactly for sure, but um, you know, they're that they're, they're at the bottom and yeah, there's two more teams joining next year and they're not going to be above those two. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're better than Vanderbilt and that's it. So, they're at the 13 out of South Carolina's ahead of them too. South Carolina's won two games at least. Okay. Yeah. Or no, excuse me. South Carolina's won two SEC games versus Arkansas's won one. Um, and also South Carolina's four and six to Arkansas's three and seven. So yeah, they're they're only above Vanderbilt, uh, whether by conference or overall record. So yeah, that's not good. And you're looking at number fifteen out of sixteen next year yeah. uh, when the Oklahoma and Texas uh, arrivals occur. So I know he's got a massive buyout. There's been talk about that. Um, and so that's something that I'm sure the donors are trying to get their ducks in a row with and figure out what they can do. I don't know that situation well enough just yet to to know how you know, easy that will be, but there is that. But as we've seen before, those don't always be, you know, those aren't always the most impenetrable walls or hurdles to get over, especially when you want a guy gone, you'll find a way. So yeah, that's definitely one to watch right now. For some reason, all you listed, listing that and saying like South Carolina is right ahead of them reminded me of way back in the day in 92, when Bill Clinton was running for president the first time. And our, I mean, obviously from Arkansas, this SNL joke about Arkansas was how they were ranked in like the bottom five of every, like, you know, <laughs> like education, all these yeah. things. And so the questions of the debate were, why should we elect you president when Arkansas is near the bottom of the 50 states? And uh, Phil Hartman in his great said, listen, I'm proud to tell you that we have shot ahead of Mississippi and we are now 49th in prevention of rickets. Yeah. And it was just, that's kind of how that sounded. Yeah. Like, hey, we're coming for you, South Carolina. No, it's very, very true. Yeah. Um, but uh, 16 million. Yeah. So you're right. That's that's exactly how it sounds. That's the, it's the best you can make it sound is they're, they're above Vanderbilt in the standings and that's it. And they've lost a lot of, a lot of juice and yeah, I don't know what KJ Jefferson's uh, you know future holds, but uh, 16 million I think is what they'd have to come up with. So uh, if you're if you're looking at the writing on the wall, I think that that's something that uh, is going to become mo- much more of a hot topic. Number four, 
Tom Allen at Indiana. This this kind of appears inevitable um, that that's going to go down. Tom Allen will be a defensive coordinator somewhere, probably in the Big Ten next year, but he's not going to be the head coach at Indiana, I don't think. Uh, and this this will be interesting uh, in other parts of the of the world. If Jim Leonard doesn't is wants to go to USC and not be a head coach, then he's going to go take that job. But I do think Jim Leonard is a candidate for this job at. at Indiana and I think that'd be interesting so but Tom Allen probably gonna get gonna get bounced here in, in the coming days well he was hot to trot Indiana yeah. had a little run but that mm-hmm. was a, a long years ago, time ago this point. Yeah. yeah that was that was about three four years ago so yeah it's been a little bit of a downslide since then that makes sense too I do think that just in general um they're gonna need somebody that uh you know is able to kind of navigate all the various moving parts here. I'm not sure if he was the most well-equipped to do that. But, again, another situation where you're looking at the right and the left. There's four teams coming in. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even a division thing anymore. You're going to be at the very bottom of the Big Ten. So, yeah, this is this is an important time for Indiana if they want to be competitive to probably cut their losses and, yeah, move on to someone else. Yeah. Number three, Dana Holgerson. This one is interesting. I don't completely see it happening, but – they just lost to Cincinnati. Like, they're just so erratic. Yeah. They're so erratic. And that was really bad for Dana to beat yeah. Baylor and to do it the fashion that you did. And we knew Baylor wasn't good. But yeah. for Houston, that didn't matter. It was they went on the road. They beat Baylor. It's a Big 12 original. And then to turn right around and get beat by Cincinnati, who had not won a Big 12 game, yeah. that was awful. Yeah. That was awful. So they're just really erratic. They've got Oklahoma State this week. Um Oklahoma State's probably going to be in a, in a very foul mood. Yes. Uh, and so that's not great news for Houston. We'll see. And then they've got the space race next week. Um, but if they if they don't make something out of these next two weeks, like I, I certainly expect, like, you've got to at least talk about it because the last two years in particular, not just the first year of the Big 12, but the last year in the AAC was really erratic. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's been erratic. And, man. Almost had that chance if they could have beaten Texas. Anyone beats Texas, they save their job, right? But that was uh, that didn't happen. Beat Baylor, and then poof. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't know. You can't get a good grip on anything, like Paul was saying. Um, you can't. There's not a great feel for where this is supposed to be going because you have moments like the last couple of weeks of nearly beating a Texas, then getting trounced the following week, and then you beat Baylor, and then you get. Beat by Cincinnati right after that. So well, isn't that the Big Twelve in some cases too? I mean, it is, but it's just not. At least be a good brand of football. Yeah. Though. Like yeah. I mean, when it's just Donovan Smith rolling out there and throwing two picks a week, and you know, I just it's if there if there was a sign that it was heading in the right direction, that's great. But it's it's not really I think a sign of that. And so yeah, it's life in the Big Twelve now, which is to be expected. But they went from having what three cracks at a bowl game to probably not going to a bowl game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not great. Yeah. Number two. Dino Babers, really, really, uh, you know, I just don't, I don't see, look, Syracuse and certain programs, like, they don't maybe have to do it the week, but it's getting ahead of that transfer portal, which is going to, like, they, they're going to want to have that done, like, the week after Thanksgiving, that's, you know, and, and Syracuse, if they want to be any kind of successful, they're going to have to find, you know, some kind of alley in, in the transfer portal because they cannot sustain success. They start out good at the beginning of the season when they play their tomato cans, and then after that they get into the conference, which is not that tough of a conference, and then everybody just beats them in succession. They've had two winning seasons. They still can have a winning season this year. He had the 10-3 and three in 2018, but there's been a lot of 5-7s, 4-8s and and when he first started. 
five and five this year, one and ten. Yeah, he he's he needs something to happen. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know if we have any other comment on Dino Babers other than like it just. The ACC is not that tough of a league. It's a very top-heavy league. But to not even put consistent, like, couple of bowl seasons back together and look like you're on the up, like, that that gets I mean, you fired in that league. They could make the bowl game, though. Yeah, they like, could. That's the thing is, like, they just I had to beat seven and five, he Georgia. Did, right? Seven and five. If he goes seven and five, does he save his job? I would think oh, you can't. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, maybe, uh, and that's possible. But I'm just saying, like, they're going to make a bowl game or could possibly make a bowl game. They've got two cracks that just went in one more game, and it's not like it's Florida State and Miami or something. It's Georgia Tech, who's very up and down themselves. Yeah. And, um, but bef- uh, and, and then Wake it's Forest. Uh, Wake, For- Wake Forest. So, I mean, they could, yeah, they could, in theory, get to a bowl game. But I don't know. Like, he's been around a long time. Is like, is that good enough at this point? It'd probably be hard to fire a guy who's 7-5, and five, especially, yeah. again, they started strong. Yeah. Well, that would be back-to-back winning seasons, too, if they could Yeah, get so he's he's somebody who's, I think we revisit that in a couple of weeks and see what he's done those last two games. But, I mean, yeah, he's been around for a while now. And, and then, at the same time, it's Syracuse football. Like, what are your yeah. expectations overall? Like, are you expecting to be a playoff team, you know, or is it just making a bowl pretty regularly okay yeah. enough for you? I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation up there. Yeah. And number one, Chip Kelly. This Where's, is starting. You didn't put a rand on here. I don't because I just don't know. Yeah, I know. I just, just don't know. Like okay. it's um, we'll know after this. I'm week. I'm not yeah, saying after, he'd be one, but yeah, yeah. After okay. this week, like that, like he might be on the list next week. But yeah, I don't know. And then maybe it happens. But Chip Kelly is gonna get fired after the USC game. Like there's there's too much around that now. And what if he beats them? I know. What if he What does? if he beats USC? He could. He could. USC's not that good. Yeah. I mean, but it's like I, beating your rival I, and getting fired anyway. Now, he 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 might beat them. I don't think they're going to be prisoners of the moment. Apparently, um the word on Chip Kelly is it's not just the record, it's that um he is not well liked among the people who are giving money to pay for Chip Kelly. So that is that is always going to be a problem. They're not going like he's not going to beat USC. And be like, yeah, I know you. We don't like you and your general personality, uh, but uh, you did beat USC. So uh, all right, but yeah, apparently he is bristled with the power brokers, and that is never good. It it's kind of a bit of a Bo Pelini situation in that it might like even if you looked at Bo Pelini and go, well, he's been good enough, but he had bristled with some of the power brokers, and okay, it was Nebraska just, fired a. a Pretty good coach in Solich, but they were slipping. And look what happened to them after that. Then they fired Pelini because he was too mean. Yeah. And look what happened for a decade after that. Yeah. But UCLA also has not had near the success Nebraska has. But I'm just comparing the, like, you can say, like, all right, it's fine for now, and maybe we'll give Chip, who's who's got some good pelts on the wall, a chance to do something, but when you're bristly and you make the money mad, then it's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. that report out there put that like it was a done deal, and uh, I suppose that it, it leans that way. But, yeah, it just it's it's funny to think of, like, what if he goes and just beats the heck out of USC and then he turn around and fire the guy? I mean, they got Cal at the end of the year. So, yeah, I don't know. That, you got the young quarterback and, and, and more that didn't work out as well, at least for when you needed to turn to him this year. Um, and so I can see where, yeah, it's it's been a little bit up and down, and you're maybe, especially if there's stuff going on behind the scenes, you're a little bit annoyed by it. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an interesting one to watch with that USC result for sure, some, either way. Some neat names, and uh, unfortunately for some of them, probably three or four of them are gone, and then who else? Not a part of the list. By the way, uh, Garrett, there's a college football playoff note that came down this afternoon. Dennis Dodd, they met last week, quietly adopted a rule saying a league – must be at least eight members for its championship to qualify. 
for the top six or five automatic bids going forward. That directly impacts, of course, Washington State, Oregon State, who is kind of in limbo right now as they try to figure out what they're going to do the next couple of years. Well, Maybe go independent for a couple of years. There was reporting indicating that this was done, and it wasn't. And so now it's done based on this, which is uh, interesting in that it was quietly adopted, as it says right there, um, and made official because the thought was that it wasn't. And, um, yeah, that's, that's certainly impactful news if you're Oregon State and Washington State. Um, so that's just another little potential issue on their plate that's stacking up pretty high at this moment and not – the uh, the type of news that you want uh, with the idea that you'll probably be the pack two and then some arrangement of some sort. That's, so that's a very interesting note. We're going to have to unpack that a bit more and also see kind of what the reaction to that is and, and some of the clarification of that is. But, yeah, that is a big note for the uh, Beavers and the, the Cougars right there. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.